What is up, you guys? Welcome to episode three of the Waxing Leos podcast. We're your hosts. I'm Mariah. I'm Bree. And today we're going to be talking about common body hair patterns, disorders in women, and what are we doing as beauty professionals to fucking normalize them? It's needed. This one, you guys have heard us talk about it before, probably in every episode, because it's our why, it's our reason, (laughs) it's why the And it defines us, honestly. I mean, it does. Yeah. Um, So we're going to be talking about... uh, Basically, a lot of hormonal body disorders. So the first on the list mm-hmm. is PCOS because it affects both of us, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, and Brie, actually, I found out she did have a ruptured cyst, right? Oh, mul- I have multiple at this point, yeah. yeah. And, mm-hmm. and that shit's painful. <gasps> yeah. I'll so, never forget my first one. <laughs> do you, like, instantly know when it happens? Um, so I actually had an ectopic pregnancy is how I found out I had PCOS. Wow. Yeah, so the little baby was stuck in my tube. And um, so they, and to do those ultrasounds, they like stick a wand up. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't know what they're called, vaginal ultrasound, I'm sure. Yeah. Anyway, so um, they were like, ooh, you also have three cysts in each ovary. Wow. And I was like, fuck me. (laughs) Okay. I was like, now what? You know? Yeah. So um, they're like, well, you can do surgery, but... You know, they're small enough, they might rupture on their own. And actually, fun fact, a lot of women get them who don't even have PCOS. Yes. And birth control is like a big cause of it. Yeah. And I have been birth- on birth control since I was 11. Yeah. So it's a long time. That's a long time yeah, to be I, on birth control. I started my period when I was nine. So a long time to be on birth control. And wow. it was to regulate. Because a lot of times when you have PCOS, um, your periods are normally very irregular. Yeah. Like either very heavy or you don't have one at all. You know, it's like very mismatched. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was kind of like, I don't know, like a prequel <laughs> to that I have PCOS. But when you're like 11, they're not going to test you for that. No. Um, so anyway, so we found that out. Found out I had cysts and then they did hormone blood work and all that stuff. And they were like, mm, yeah, you have uh, PCOS. And I was like, great. But honestly, I didn't really have a lot of symptoms at that point. Yeah. Because I was 19. Okay. So, I mean, I had body hair, but not to this extreme. Like, I didn't have the chin hair yet. I had, like, two nipple hairs. Who cares? Yeah. And I was, and most people do. Right. Um. So, it wasn't extreme yet. Uh. So, it was, like, whatever to me. And I was just like, okay, like, who cares, you know? And um, unfortunately, PCOS has heightened your risk of a lot of different things like ovarian cancer and stuff like right. that, too. So I was like, oh, shit. So then I started having like mammograms every year. I had to get pap smears every year. It was like really hard on my body. But that's how I found out I had PCOS. And to rupture my cyst, they upped my estrogen birth control <sighs> to make it rupture on its own. Wow. And I remember I went to work doing accounting <laughs> and I'm like sitting back in the office and all of a sudden I just like felt literally it felt like someone took a knife and just fucking shoved it right in my ovary god and it it god, literally yeah it? and I remember I just went like Ugh. like I just remember like yeah you know really bad poop cramps yeah it felt like that but like times 30 and it was like in only one spot so I was like holy shit and I looked at Craig Saban who was my manager at the time and I was like I think I have a cyst rupturing, and his daughter went through the same thing. So he was like, oh, my God, do you want me to take you to the hospital? And I was like, no, I don't know. Like, yeah, uh, you know, I'm only 19. <laughs> and so right. I went to the bathroom, and I was just bleeding like fucking crazy. Wow. Well, fast forward, I had to wear Depends for six months. Stop Because it. I just kept bleeding, like just nonstop. 
Because, like, my lining and everything kept trying to reshed, and, like, it was just a fucking wild ride. So I bled straight for six fucking months. And then finally I ended up having, like, a DNC, which is what a lot of people do for abortions. Mm Mm-hmm. And or like miscarriages and stuff. And I ended up finally having a DNC where they essentially scrape and then suck out your lining to like restart everything. Fuck, bro. Yeah, that sucked. So that was like my first like dive into PCOS. And then like, of course, once you're told you're diagnosed with something, you research the fuck out of it. Yeah. And um, then I got off birth control. So my gynecologist, as soon as I told her I was engaged, she was like, if you don't give a fuck, if you get pregnant, get off birth control. That's going to make the shit worse. Yeah. And I was like, okay, bet. So literally, as soon as I got engaged, I got off of it. Um, and Because a lot of times you don't you don't have a high chance of getting pregnant with PCOS. Yeah. So I was like, okay, fine. Just like how the one time I did, it was ectopic. Yeah. <laughs> so it's not even a viable pregnancy. Right. Um, so I was like, okay, cool. So I'll be fine. And then um, it actually did help my period symptoms. Yeah. So like my, it took about a year, but my menstrual regulated like crazy. It was I, like, boom, same. regulated. And yeah. I, but all the other symptoms went through the roof. Yeah, your cramps and cramps, all that. Cramps. Yes. Um, my IBS. Emotions. My IBS went out of whack. Yeah. Literally, I would just look at dairy and I'd shit my brains out. It was wild. <laughs> um, <laughs> sucked. And yeah, so like, and then my facial hair started getting crazy. Yeah. Like it started like up on my cheeks and stuff. And I was so like, So yours happened a little bit later in life then. I was about 21. Okay. 21 is like when my facial hair, and then now I get like patches on my chest. Okay. Before it was just like two around my nipple or whatever. Sure. Now they're patches. Um, And then now I have like a really thick happy trail, mm-hmm. stuff like that. But I am still pretty hairless on my arms and my back. And then, like, the rest of my stomach. What a blessing. Yeah. So, what a blessing yeah. For Honestly, that. very grateful for that. <laughs> so, for me, it's a little bit different in uh, in terms of my body hair. I've had it since, really, I hit puberty. Oh. started strong for me. I've been okay. shaving since high school. Yeah. In my face. Oh, my even chest. your face. Okay. Um, so, when I was doing my research... Were you on birth tested. control at that time? I was. Okay, because I, so I, my doctor told me that the birth control helped regulate it, and that's why when I stopped it, like, hit me full force. I never felt that. I actually okay. felt worse on birth control myself. Oh, me too, yeah. but not the facial hair hormonal changes. And I think it, for me, it's more uh, genetics, and I also have okay. really considered that I might have, and I can, oh, fucking. Hirsutism. Guys, I can't say the word. Hirsutism. Hirsutism. Yep. You got I it. truly believe that that is a plays a big part for me. Mm-hmm. Um, just from the amount of body hair that I grow. For sure. And you, yeah. Um, but it's really hard to get a diagnosis. Like, why is it so hard for people, ladies, to get a fucking diagnosis on that? Uh, anything hormonal in terms of we're anything. talking about body hair, body hair. Bro. But you know, I, a lot of my clients are like, "How did you know you had PCOS? How did you mm. go about?" And I'm like, "You." got to kind of fucking like you've t- mentioned on before advocate for yourself you almost have to self-diagnose yes go to a doctor say i have this yes and then they're like yes you do yes yeah <laughs> and then they're like yeah you do thank yeah. you and i'm like you're welcome for doing the work and i'll go ahead and pay you 10 grand for that right <laughs> yeah literally so it's just it's hard but i will so say you started early very early and okay. so you know i wish i had known about waxing back then because oh, my body hair is now with waxing has changed so much Ooh, yeah and a lot of my you know our clients bodies have changed with waxing and that's, that's why crazy. i'm just like if you i know waxing 
uh, can come across as a luxury to some. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. To some others, it's I see them once a week. It's a necessity. And they feel so great after. And mm-hmm. I feel so great. Girlfriend, if I don't wax my upper lip once a fucking week, bro, I have a full stash. Mm-hmm. So it's super important to, you know, talk to your clients about these things. And we've said this yeah. before. Be vocal on social media. Be vocal on your, wherever you promote your business. Be yeah. vocal about what you stand up for and what you strongly believe in. Uh, you know, hirsutism. Hirsutism. <laughs> I said it. <laughs> uh, you know, it can cra- it can cause abnormal body hair. So that's more when you see like fuller beards, in my opinion. Oh, 100%. Um, and you don't have to have PCOS to have hirsutism. Right. These are or two hypothyroidism separate. or anything. Correct. Normally, if you have PCOS, you also have hirsutism. Yes. It normally goes hand in hand, but you don't always have to have PCOS because I have a lot of clients who come in and they're like, do you think I have PCOS because I have hirsutism? I'm like, no. Yeah. You know, you you don't have any other symptoms. You right. can just have hirsutism. And a lot of times, hirsutism is just genetic. Yes. And I, yeah. that's why I think it comes into play for me because my mom definitely had to shave her face. Mm. And my mom's mom had to shave her face. Got you. So, yeah, definitely. So, and that's just me, like, self-diagnosing. I've never had a doctor be like, yeah, you have this. But well, I have yeah. had a doctor diagnose me with PCOS. Mm-hmm. So, it's encompassed in it, yeah. Right. So, let's talk about uh, what, you know, our clients have options to do. The methods. Right? So, so go ahead. Um, so, like, I am very upfront with clients who want to try out waxing, right? So, yeah. uh, say they've never done anything before. And I look at them, I'm like, you know, you're just a normal Joe Schmo. You just got hair you don't want. <laughs> Go get laser. Yeah. I'll straight up tell people when they're a good candidate for laser. Yeah. Um, you got really dark hair and you're fair very skin. fair skin. Go freaking do the laser. You're yeah. going to save money in the long run. And I'm not here to make a quick buck. Yeah. Um, so I will straight up tell people like, yo, you... You and you can shave. Yeah. Well, and oftentimes you know? a lot of my clients that I've seen have, that I've gotten laser even still come in to get waxed every eight Same to ten weeks to pick up the little. So stragglers. just so you know, if you're listening to this episode and this is you're wondering what's your best option, just know with laser, it's not ever going to get all permanent. the hair. It's not permanent. Um. So then that's going to actually bring me to the, my next thing is electrolysis. Electrolysis is the only FDA approved method of permanent hair removal. The only one. Crazy. And uh. I actually, if you guys ever want to like go and dive in more to it, I did a um, Instagram live with a friend who is an electrolysis out in um, Washington is technically where she's at. I think I watched that on your page. Oh, so interesting. Super informative. I learned a lot. Super informative. And um, it's actually like if you are wanting to do a gender assignment surgery, you have to do electrolysis. I didn't know that. I know. I thought that was so interesting because I have a lot of trans clients. Yeah. And then um, when she was telling me about that, I'm like, oh, shit, because you can't wax and do electrolysis. Okay. So I was like, damn. So I told a lot of my clients, and they were like, why didn't my fucking doctor tell me this? And then they would go and ask their doctor, and the doctor was like, yeah, you need to do electrolysis. I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah. Why are you not telling your clients? But anyway, that's a different story. But yeah, so electrolysis is the only permanent FDA-approved method. Um, Yeah. And... I mean, it's pretty fucking crazy. Like, I follow a couple electrolysis or electrologists, and they have crazy results. They have great proven results. And electrolysis, yeah. I will say, though, if you have, uh, you know, steady body hair growing, mm-hmm. it's something you're going to have to do, like, once once a week to every oh, two weeks. Yeah. Like, you are in there. It's expensive. Yes. Very, very that. expensive. So, that's another thing I touch on my clients with is budgeting. Mm-hmm. So... 
if we're talking about budgeting, honestly, waxing's even cheaper than shaving. Yeah, absolutely. Because razors are expensive. Good razors. If you're buying a good razor and using mm-hmm. it once a week, you know, like one blade yeah. per week and then changing yeah, it like you should be. Yeah, it's expensive. Very, very expensive. Mm-hmm. Um, so I tell people, you know, I'm like, wax once a month shave every day, shave twice a day, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. And um, I think that's something that had come into play. Like, people need to take in consideration of that. But waxing, uh, for me personally, and what I've seen through clients who have PCOS or who have hirsutism or anything, I see quicker and better results than I do laser. Yeah, I would agree Not with that. electrology. Um, electrolysis, I do see better results with electrology, only because they're actually removing, like, they're actually, I say soldering. That's not the correct term. But kind of. But <laughs> they're, like, going into each follicle. And zapping it and shutting off the blood supply. So, yeah. So, and that's essentially what we're trying to do, too, when we're removing um, the hair from the root. Right. We're trying to damage the follicle, right, right? Um, by trauma. Right. <laughs> they're doing it by an actual, like, method with, like, Electrology. electrology. <laughs> yeah. So they're using <laughs> literal, they're literally using like electricity. Um, and we are doing it by trauma. Right. So waxing, if you've never been waxed, you lay the wax down, you're removing it, and that is destroying the hair follicles. So every time you get waxed, the hair grows yeah. in finer, you have less hair that grows, and then eventually the goal, which we've yeah. seen in some of our clients, oh you know, they barely have any hair. I have eight, some, ten weeks later. Yeah, I got some after one time. Yeah. They come back and they got six pubes. I'm like, yeah. girl, you could have tweezed us, you don't even kind of yeah. come in here. But I also want to say the uh, another method of hair removal, like if I have anybody who sugars, oh yeah, who's gonna listen to this? Yeah, I equate sugaring to waxing. Absolutely, I say it's the same. You're gonna get online and see all this misinformation because people love to put down waxing to upbrand their sugaring, which I think is so funny. I actually, it's freaking have weird. That. People be like, "Do you sugar?" Like. If you're not Sugaring's sugaring, you're, you're a piece of shit. But sugaring is the same as waxing. It's literally, you're doing the same thing. You're, it it's the same form of hair method removal. Just a different type of wax. You're, yeah, and, yeah. And like, that's the other thing. People will be like, well, you're applying against and removing with. Don't care. Okay, you can do that with hard wax. Yeah, don't care. You literally can do the same thing, babe. Yep. And me personally, because a lot of people aren't good at sugaring, they just do it because it sounds better and it's hyped up more. Yeah. I will have clients who literally will have a, every fucking hair broken. Yeah. It's broken hair galore. Yes. And I'm like, what do you have done before you came here? And they're like, oh, I got sugared. I'm like, okay. So, because they'll be like, I have like no hair. I'm like, now, nah, babe, every little follicle right there, that's all broken hair. You got a hair in there. Yeah. Now you need a freaking vulva treatment so we can remove it all. Yeah. So, yeah, sugaring, I think if somebody is doing it well, it's great. And that's how I feel about every method of hair removal. Absolutely. If your provider is phenomenal with that method, beautiful. Right. They're going to do great. But just like hard wax, you can still suck ass with hard wax. Yeah. You can suck ass with soft wax. You can suck yeah. ass with any form. Do you use soft wax at your salon? Zero. No. So hard wax only. Me and Brie are both hard wax only girls. So if you are a in the beauty industry and want to, you know, know knowledge about that. Uh, I personally think hard wax is great from head to toe. Mm-hmm. Uh, it definitely takes practice. You're not going to be able to like do it well right out of the gate. Right. But hard wax is special, has a special place in my heart. Oh, for sure. And I think a big thing with hard wax that there's, for some reason, people 
like to say that it's not full body, but I think it starts with school. Yes. So 20 years ago, formulations are not what they are now. No. And so maybe back then that was the truth. Now, I I mean, there are some hard waxes that have the grip strength of soft wax. Yes. And you can rip someone's skin right off. So that's what a lot of people would use hard wax for, whether like sensitive areas and stuff like that. And they'd be like, oh, with this hard wax, you can't rip skin. It's, you know, easy to use. It's foolproof. Not true. Yeah. Not true. Especially with today's waxes. Those formulations are fucking crazy. Yeah. They're phenomenal. Yeah. But they're crazy and they work. Yeah. <laughs> and you are you definitely can rip someone's skin off if you don't do it right. Right. So in terms of like using hard wax, I think it's great because no matter if they have PCOS or wherever the hair is on your body, you can lay multiple strips in different directions. Oh, yeah. And you know, before we started recording, we were talking about leg hair and I have this one pattern of leg hair. And if you're a waxer, you know what I'm talking about. It's on the back of the upper thigh normally. Mm-hmm. And it's when the hair grows. And I call it a starry night circle. A spiral. It's literally a fucking spiral, bro. And you just want to die in that moment because you know you're going to be waxing those upper thighs for a minute. Yeah. But uh, what's also crazy is I've had clients that I start waxing them. I see that. But the waxing will change their hair growth pattern. Oh, yeah, for sure. It'll start to grow straight. It'll start... It won't Mm -hmm. grow in that pattern anymore. So that's why I think... uh, Especially with armpits. I noticed that in armpits first. Yeah, armpits, that's so true. Mm Because armpits grow like fucking thousand ways, bro. (laughs) But like once you get... Uh, Once they start going, then it's all of a sudden, boom, they all grow in one direction. You're like, hallelujah, I can do two strips and be done. (laughs) Yes. And you're like, oh, that was so easy. Like, I'm like searching for a hair that's left that's not there because I'm so used to going in. (laughs) But uh, everyone has different body hair patterns. And Mm. also that's genetic, Right. So, like, if for instance, if you grow hair on your feet, which I have very hairy feet mm-hmm, and toes, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it's genetic. Yep. And I didn't learn that until I started waxing. Oh, so what did you think it was? You I were- mean, I just thought I was a hairy fucking freak. You oh. know what I mean? Like, I got hair on my toes, on so my feet. So, you're just like, you, I'm gross. Yeah. yeah. And honestly, I feel like most people do. They do, but, I mean, I do have but it's some like, people that don't. Yeah, but it's just, like, it's either really light, it's like, peach fuzzy. Also, I want to say, too, there's, like, two different types of hair. Well, there's three. So there's like lanugo, which is what you're born with, right? Mm -hmm. So it's like that fuzzy white shit that babies are born with and then it sheds like immediately. And then number two, you have um, peach fuzz is essentially what it is. Vellus hair. Vellus hair, but it's peach fuzz is what it's easiest known as. But vellus hair on females or people who have, I don't want to say females, that's not correct, but you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Like um, binary or whatever. So anyway, uh, People who are normally born female, they normally have vellus hair. Like once they hit puberty, vellus hair will show up on the majority of their body. So like arm hair is vellus hair. So right. it's not just peach fuzz. Peach fuzz, when we think of peach fuzz, we think only our face. Right. But technically vellus hair is also your arms, sometimes your legs. Your chest, yeah, your tummy. Yeah, yeah. So like that like white little fuzzy stuff. Mm-hmm. Then you have terminal hair, which is the hormonal changes, right? So normally your first uh, type of terminal hair is the hair on your head. That comes in first normally. That's on like babies and stuff. And then you get your eyebrows and then normally it kind of fills out due to hormones. Right. And that's why 
There's some people who are like, don't wax a man's beard. Don't wax heads. Don't wax this. Blah, blah, blah. It's horrible. You're not supposed to. I'm like, wrong. It's terminal hair. Yeah. It's no different than my pussy hair. It's right. no different than my butthole hair. It's right. no different than the random patches I get on my titties. Right. It's really not any different than a beard or anything. That's all the same type of hair. Right. And as long as they're educated and they know that by doing so, yes. you can lessen the amount of hair. So let's or say— Or you can even revert it back to vellus. Right. Yeah. So if you are waxing a man, and I will tell you a funny story. When I was at European, mm-hmm. I had a guy come in with his homie, and they thought it was going to be all fucking shits and gigs. <sighs> Wanted to get his face waxed. Probably like a week old— uh, grow out. Oof. I laid two strips, one on each side, I and, and I told him a thousand times, I was like, you don't want to do this, bro. You don't want to do this, bro. <laughs> I got one strip off, and he's crying, and he's like, do you have a remover? And I was like, yeah, we're going to rip it off on the other side, and left with a funky pattern. And that's, you know, if that's what you want to do, that's what you want to do, but... <laughs> Just make sure that you're going to have your client is informed, right? Because now he's going to have these two fucking patches on the sides of his face that are going to grow a little bit differently Mm -hmm. just even from that one wax. For sure. And that's why it's super important to be careful with eyebrows, you know, when you're waxing brows. You pull one wrong hair on someone that's older and that hair could be fucking gone forever. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, I've seen some fucked up eyebrow waxes. Have you? (laughs) Like, you just be looking at people's brows and I'll be like, Honey, where did you go before this? Who is doing this to you? And then I feel bad because I got some clients that they like that style. They like the sperm brows. (sighs) And then I'm always like, bro... But you know what? If that's what they like. If that's what they fine. like, then we do it. Yeah, I'll do it. Because that is what I the do, fuck we're here for. I do fill them in how they should be. I'll be like, hey, can I just do And then they'll be like, oh, I hate it. It looks like I have Oscar the Grouch brows. I was just I'm about like, to ask you if they hate it. They always do. Do you guys do, what do you think about, because um, we're talking about hair growth patterns, yeah. and a big thing right now is brow lamination. And that's kind of like an allusion to changing yeah. how your brows look. Do you like them? What do you think I about them? I have had it done. Because I normally, like naturally, have very sparse eyebrows, which is a very big thing with people with PCOS or Mm -hmm. hypothyroidism is normally like the outer third just doesn't grow. Yeah. Or it's really patchy. Um, So I do have that. Not anymore. I got a micro blade. Shout out Studio (laughs) K micro blade. Yeah, Studio (laughs) K did our eyebrows. She's the shit. She is. um, But yeah, so I got them laminated. Love how they look at first, right? Yeah. And then the grow out process, fucking crazy. Yeah. <laughs> My shit was all wild. And because just, if you mm. don't know what brow lamination is, it's basically like a perm for your eyebrows. Yeah. So it gives the illusion of fuller brows. And I always say if you have a hard time growing eyebrow hair, if you don't have eyebrow hair, then you need to get a microbladed if that's what you mm-hmm, want. Mm-hmm. Brow lamination is for people that you have to have hair or you yeah. can't laminate them and it kind of lays them down straight and you get the fluffy uh, growth. The boy brow is what they're called, yeah. Boy brow. Boy brow. Boy brow. So, you know, that is kind of a big trend that mm-hmm. is happening right now. But I've also seen some really fucked up ones. Yeah, I mean, honestly, when I think of really great brow laminators, Skin Maestro. Do you know who that is? I don't know who that is. Renee? I follow um, Waxaholic. Oh, yeah. I think she does a great job. Olga? Yep, Olga. Okay. Off top, I'm going to show you Renee. How do you freaking not know who this is? I probably do, but... This bitch, he does Cardi B brows. He does Cardi B's brows. And he's done um, Lizzo's. Okay. Yeah. Oh, look. Here's Cardi B. How do I not know who this is? I've never seen this person in my life. I love Renee. Okay, we're going to follow. I've 
Honestly, never met him in person, but I'd take a bullet for him. <laughs> <laughs> Love them. Hello. Use my shit. But yeah, so he is. So um, have you heard of Tuya? It's the brand. Yes. But it's it looks like Thalia. Yes. But it's Tuya. Yes. Anyway, um, he is like a trainer for them. Wow. So like. I, I, his just always looked natural, which is why I like his brow laminations. And that's what I like, too, with brow laminations yeah. is a natural look. That was really off topic, but I do feel like it kind of flows with uh, body, body hair, hair patterns and growth. And because a lot of people, like, um, I love watching Emily. She was talking about her eyebrows and, yes. like, how her mom has, like, the same thing. Where they just, like, have, like, it's a little genetic. chunk that just doesn't grow. Yeah. And I loved when she was talking about it because I was like, oh, my God, that's hilarious because it is so genetic. Because I have some clients who come in, you know, they got these bulls bold beautiful bushy yeah. eyebrows and then I got some clients who are just with pencils and I'm like yeah. damn and, I, and I'll even ask them like hey did you do like the 90s brows for a while <laughs> yeah. and, they're, and they're like no it's just how they are I'm yeah like, damn don't ever shame your client yeah if they have if you look at their eyebrows and they're not how you would wear them mm-hmm. doesn't mean that they don't love them yeah and I honestly I'm very like open with my clients when it comes to especially eyebrows because that's frame it's frames your face and like I'll have people who want to brow wax and I'll be like have you ever considered microblading or yes. anything like that and then they'll be like yeah but I'm scared I'm like well look at mine they that's what great. I always say I'm like look at my minor microblade and they're like what go see Studio K yeah I'm like go but we're actually getting a microblader too yeah but she's gonna train under her so is ours beautiful Kalina yes. you are the you're star the of this bitch. episode so I want to end this episode since we are talking about all these different disorders and body growth patterns. If you are going to tell someone who struggles with this Mm -hmm. and has been thinking about, you know, waxing, uh, what should they do to prepare themselves for like any type of body or facial wax? Like, what do I tell my clients? Yeah. Or, what, or people reach How out to How should me? they prepare to do that? What can they expect? Someone out there that sure. has no idea. So I straight up tell people I need a minimum growth of a certain time frame for each body part's a little bit different. Yes. I personally tell everybody minimum of two weeks. It's kind of like the vibe. I like, I— Mine is 10 days. Okay, 10 days. Because you know. Yeah, yeah. You know they're only going to give me like eight. Right. I need like 10. Right. So I say two weeks minimum. Mm-hmm. Normally I'm like 14 days, please. Yes. However, I follow a couple people where they tell people three to four weeks for a Brazilian. And my clients who come in at three to four weeks, they do get better results. Absolutely. If you're thinking about getting waxed, Grow it out. the longer the hair, the cleaner a wax. And honestly, the less it hurts. Yes. Because your hair's not as healthy. It's not in there. You know what I mean? Yeah. Those There's little not- short stubby ones are thick. They're thick ass and, boys. Yeah. And they're wanting to stay in. They ain't trying to get out. And, and that's what You don't want be, me to tweeze them. Right. That's whether <laughs> you know? it be on your face or your body. Right. So facial waxing and um, armpits, I say one week. Yeah. I say I need seven days. Um, normally, I get five. <laughs> yeah. But, hey, we can know, make it work. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I've had somebody who literally shaved and then came in at three days, and she was like, this is all I have. And it came out. Sometimes I'd like, be surprised at myself. Bro, I was like, and I literally was like, I looked at him, I was like, I don't know. And then I was like, we'll just lay a strip, see what happens. Yep. And like 99% came out. I was like, damn, I'm better than I thought. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, shit. <laughs> I do that all the time. I'm like, oh, you might have a lot left because yeah. it's short. And then I'm like, oh, actually, I'm the fucking shit. Yeah, and I got welcome. all this hair. You're welcome for coming to the baddest bitch. <laughs> but yeah, biggest thing would be definitely grow your hair out. Yep. Uh, Moisturize, you, hydrate, yes. exfoliate. I cannot 
fucking say those words enough. Exfoliate your body, please. please. Oh, I love that. That was but perfect. But honestly, um, hydration is yeah. honestly, like the more water you drink, the better your hair comes. I don't know what the fuck, yeah. how that happens because honestly, your skin is the dead last organ to get that hydration. Yep. But it's the truth. Drink a lot of water. Try to stay away from caffeine. Um, yes. And then also... And honestly, don't smoke weed before either. Weed or, you know, drink wine. Like, I tell people not to smoke weed. Yeah. I straight up say, I'm like, I know, because especially... If you Smoking come in, dehydrates your body. Right. It's and, just a fact. Well, and for some reason, their pain receptors are like at an all-time high. Yeah. I don't know why. It's because your skin... I mean, if you smoke weed... I smoke weed. Um, <laughs> my clients know this. Uh, then you kind of know that feeling. You're just kind of like, you want to touch everything. Well, I feel like you feel everything you more. You feel everything more. Yeah. And um, I mean, I straight up when I have clients, they come in and they smell like skunk. <laughs> I'm like, hi, um, this is going to hurt worse than before because yeah. you smoked some weed. And they're like, oh, really? I thought it would help. I'm like, nah, bitch. Like, you're going to be like, oh. You're going to be feeling And they it. sweat so bad. Yeah. Oh, that's another thing with waxing I want to talk about is sweating. Yes. Normal. It's very normal. People sweat like whores in churches. I always say if you don't <laughs> sweat during your wax, then you might be a sociopath. You might be like, there's something wrong with you slightly. I don't sweat. <laughs> Weirdo. But I'm sweating right now. <laughs> <laughs> we are kind of sweating in here. But that's going to wrap up episode number three. And uh, yeah, we'll catch you guys next week. And we'll see you later. Love that. Peace. Bye. <laughs>